0: Welcome to Gerard
1: and Christine
0: Live Life, a podcast dedicated to help motivate, inspire and encourage individuals from all walks of life to become a better version of themselves than what they were yesterday and to ultimately live a happy life.
1: You can find us on all major social media networks like Facebook, Instagram and Strava. You can also search for Gerard and Christine Live Life on iTunes and Spotify.
0: I hope you guys enjoy the next episode and always remember to live life.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and a big, warm, happy, fuzzy Women's Day welcome to the 28th episode of the Gerard and Christine Live Life podcast. We are super excited to be chatting to an interesting woman today about her story of transformation. Her na- name is Mandy Mayer, and she comes from Wellington in the Western Cape. Mandy won a, an award in 2018 for the Best Sports Blog Award, and you can find her on social media under Running for Mayor on Facebook, Instagram, and she also has a website with the same name. Before we get started um, with the podcast today, I would like to thank our podcast partners, Body Evolution, Fit Patches, Truly Good Foods, Organic Carew, Epic Sport Nutrition, Keto Sports Nutrition, Nutriceed, seed Regani Fruit Juices the Milk Nut Company, as well as Baxter's. The Milk Nut Company and Baxter's are new to our basket of partners. So a big hearty welcome to both of you. Thank you very much for your support. So now we're going to head off to Mandy and enjoy her words of wisdom, her nuggets of, of insight perhaps that will help you and perhaps others you know shift their perspectives about changing their life and becoming the best version of them they can be. Remember to always live life.
0: Hi, Mandy. Welcome to our studio. Um, it's very impressive. I think she, when she walked in here, she was like, this these guys have so they act together. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> but welcome to the studio. We're looking forward to hearing your story today. Um, yeah, obviously...
2: A little bit off that uh, juicy background. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, firstly, I've got the worst post nasal drip today. So, obviously, my voice is a lot huskyer than usual, but um, you know, I'm just a bit about myself. Yeah, so I just your av- average, everyday, normal person trying to sort of live a happy life. Um, that's, that's who I am now. Um, just to give you a background of myself. So, I basically no one's actually going to believe this. Like I'm an exceptionally shy person. So for me to do something <laughs> like this or even do what I do on Instagram nowadays or to make videos is just everyone always thinks you've got to be confident to do it and everything. But it's it's not the case. Like I I was one of those kids when I was growing up, like I would hang on my dad's legs just to hide behind him. No. Like I, I was one of those kids and every time he dropped me off at like pre primary school or. Um, primary school or anything like that, I would actually run away. So I would literally, he would drop me off and I'd wait for about five minutes and I would just run and scale the wire wall and then jump over it and run back to where he worked. I don't know what that was going to help me, but that's what I did. Um, and then every time my mom dropped me off in primary school, the same thing. Yeah. I just didn't want to go to school. I was one of those kids. Eh? So I just ran away from my mom as well and from school. And um, So yeah, you can say running started from a very young age. Eh? Um, so, so I was very shy, very you know, lack confidence, and that was throughout primary school and high school. Um, it's very difficult growing up in a we come come from English English family, and okay. it's Williamson obviously is very Afrikaans. Um, so going to a school that's pre- predominantly Afrikaans as an English kid, it's it's a bit difficult to be accepted sometimes. You know when you do. Not that the kids were bad or mean or anything like that, it's just very difficult because you've got this small group of English kids and this massive group of Afrikaans kids. So I think from that young age, you really start dealing with confidence issues as such and I put that in inverted commas. And and that's the thing, that's the thing. Kids are mean and I think a lot of the times when kids say stuff, they don't know what they're actually saying, but it sticks with the person Mm. that they're saying it to, you know. So they could poke fun at you or they could ridicule, ridicule you. and it just they think it's funny. They don't even know that it's funny. They're just doing it to impress their friends. But what they don't know is actually that the consequences that it has well, on they other aren't kids when, when they are doing that, yeah. you know. So, and you know, a lot of people, like I say, they would look look at me now and say, "Oh, that's the most confident person." But what a lot of people don't know is the struggles that you know myself or that I did face growing up, um, especially in the in the non popular groups or anything like that. You know, and you do get you get made fun of for being different or being overweight or anything like that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, that it it stems, it doesn't stem back to that, but you always try and look for comfort in something else, you Mm -hmm. know. So, and I think a lot of the weight issues may have started from that. I was never overweight as a kid. Um, As a kid, I was actually extremely active. Um, I think my mom pushed me to do sport because she realized that school is not for me. So, (laughs) the only way to keep me in school was for me to do sport. Um, So, actually, during primary school, I did a lot of swimming, athletics, and netball. And it wasn't actually just for, for the fun of it. It was actually more onto a professional level as such, if okay. I can say it like mm. that. Um, so I think it was when I was seven years old or something, I went to a swimming gala, not by choice. My mom forced me to. <laughs> and uh, one of the swimming coaches, a private swimming coach was there and I actually said to her mom, can we take her to train her? And uh, from that day, I actually started training every morning before school, every evening after school. Yes, yes. And I started doing more and more athletics and more netball. and. Yeah, I mean so I was very active as a kid throughout primary school and, and that was the way that's why I went to school, I stayed in school. I <laughs> <That> sound <laughs> so badass. <laughs> <at>. Sport <laughs> kept me in school. <laughs> um but yeah, and then so primary school was actually a breeze. And then high school was I think where, you know, a lot not issues, but a lot of the where you as a teenager you look to fit in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Okay, what can I do to fit in? Yeah, and, yeah, and that's where the clicks start. And coming back to the fact that you know we're a small group of English kids and a huge group of Afrikaans kids you know you would we would sort of try and fit in and and what do you do to fit in you know you sort of start drinking and you smoke and you know all these small little things so you know it started from a young age but I was still doing a bit of sport yeah. um, I wasn't swimming anymore I wasn't doing athletics because I had quite a bit of injuries um, continued playing netball but not to the level that I could have been playing um, and then I still <laughs> Obviously, started drinking and smoking at a young age. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, and we would we would always walk home, and instead of walking through the main roads, we'd walk across the cricket fields, and we'd go hide in the river and go sit there and smoke, and not drink during the week. We weren't that bad, actually. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, and then you know you try and fit in, but you still don't fit in because mm. you know as much as you, even when you grow up and you are at, at a legal age of drinking, whatever, a lot of people still try and do that, and they still try and drink to hide any emotions or any feelings that they have of not being accepted anyway yeah, That's And and that's the thing, and you know so when you start getting older and it becomes more acceptable because you're now of a legal age, it just sort of I'm not going to say it spiraled out of control because when I got to to do my tertiary education, I was actually quite a <clears throat> quite a nerd, and uh, I stopped all my all my all my rubbish that I was doing in high school, and uh, actually focused on on my tertiary education. Um, and I think one of the reasons, you know, it's you want to try and prove yourself to to your parents to make them proud, but you also want to prove something to yourself that yeah. you can do it. And um, so I focused very hard on my studies, and I managed to finish that. Um, also, my mom did tell me if I fail any subject, I will be paid for it on my own. And I was like, you know <laughs> what, motivation. I don't have the money because I've got to <laughs> spend the money on brandy and coke. <laughs> so, um, so I'm well, doing this for the brandy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And now there's, you know, there's cigarettes and um, I finished all my tertiary education and then I went to go work. And I think maybe, you know, what I, what I started doing, just to give you a background of what I did, when I left, so I studied tourism management and when I left um, Cape Tech, I actually started working as an Overland tour guide. Mm-hmm. And what um, that involves is traveling with clients for a certain length of time. Okay. okay, So you would do a trip of seven days or a trip of 56 days and you're constantly with these people. You're eating a, and these people nice are on food. holiday. Mm-hmm. And as a guide, it does to a certain degree also feel that you're on holiday. you know. So when they go out and they drink every night at the campsites, you know, so would I. And you know, every night they would be, you know, eating the nicest food or just eating food that's not extremely healthy, and we would do it as well. And you just create this lifestyle of being on holiday the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where sort of the issue started, and the drinking became more. I'm making myself sound like an alcoholic. I was not an alcoholic. There was a lot of binge drinking involved, but <laughs> um. And
0: they go back home and eat healthy again. And that's the next group comes for you, and and it just carries on.
2: And I did that for about seven years, I think six or seven years. And obviously, it's not sustainable, and Mm. um, you know. But like you say, it's they go home and they get back into their healthy lifestyles, and here I am, and I continue with the next group. For we actually did circuits of one hundred and ten days on, and eighteen days back in Cape Town, and so it's one hundred and ten days of living not the healthiest lifestyle. No. You know? And um, you know, so so during that time obviously there was a lot of drinking as well. Um, there was a lot of a lot of recreational drug use. And I say that for the first time I've never opened up about that. I think it is part, it will form part of a story or the story as such because yeah. anything like that you could actually lead to becoming addicted to it. Mm. Or mm-hmm. you know it's it's the same with any addiction that you have. And Lucky, I'm a strong-minded person, and it never got to that point. But I mean, anything could could happen. Starts or you, small. exactly, it starts small. And once again, sorry, mom, you don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> she did ask me last night what's a podcast, so she probably won't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> Hopefully not. But I'm yeah. It's it all forms part of how I got to the point that I was extremely overweight. You know, and so after a while, I realized, you know what, you can't do this to yourself anymore. You cannot live this lifestyle. It's not sustainable. I got an office job, and I continued. It's so difficult to get back into a normal lifestyle after doing guiding for so long. Mm. And uh, is there something specific that happened, or was it just one day like,
0: just look at me, or this is how I feel?
2: Yeah. So, so with the job, getting the office job, it was I just, you know, stopped all exercise, any activity. Yeah. So at least with guiding, you're still up and down. You're up and down, mm-hmm. up and down. And then when I got the office job, I actually just stopped doing any activity, but I continued living that lifestyle. And we used to oh, go out every that. weekend, so the weight just started you know, just started mm. getting more and more and it just started piling on. And I could see it and everyone else could see it. I mean, they made it, they were very vocal about it. Anyone that did see that you're overweight, they would sort of say like, oh, you know, and poke you in the stomach and make jokes about it and say, isn't it time that you hit the gym or go on a treadmill, <laughs> run on a treadmill or, yeah. and you know, they don't, once again, it, it It comes back to that's why I've mentioned things about growing up with kids that are sort of mean as such. Adults are mean as well. Mm -hmm. And and so it's throughout the time and it's even adults, they would poke you in the belly and say it's time to go to gym. Or, you know, they would give you nicknames of oh Fat Mandy. Mm -hmm. And it's things like that. And it, it sticks to you at the end of the day. And with the office job, like I said, I piled on so much weight and the drinking obviously continued every weekend and yeah, I wasn't wasn't too happy with the job, so I started looking for other jobs. And I just wasn't getting the job. And I thought to myself, you know what, maybe it is the fact that I'm overweight. Maybe because you know what, I can't be that bad at what I do. Like I, th- I think I'm doing a pretty decent yeah. job. So maybe it is the fact that I'm overweight. And, and it was that that got me, like I started thinking and I thought, okay, I gotta do something about my weight. You know, I've been told one too many times that I'm overweight. And, and obviously the, it sticks to you, it sticks with you and stuff. And so I started and I started trying to lose weight. And I think my first diet lasted maybe about five weeks if that, if five weeks, and I just gave up because I was trying everything. I was trying everything to lose weight. But what I didn't stop doing was drinking. Uh, mm. So we'd still drink on the weekends and you wake up feeling so ill and you go get takeaways and, and mm. you know how it goes. And, you know, so then I thought, no, it's not working. Diets are not for me. Um, you know, what, I'm happy the way that I am. But obviously I wasn't I mean, mm. in the background. No, and a while later I tried again and I tried again and I tried again and nothing worked. Absolutely nothing worked, and I tried taking different You know, everything that's advertised on TV, I tried to take, or anything that's advertised in the gym, or anything that's advertised anywhere. I was like, yeah, This is gonna work for me. You know, what do you do? Something should work. Something's <laughs> gotta give, man. And something's, but I never researched anything properly. I just believed what was what I was told. I'm like, Okay, this is gonna work. You get the, the ab flex, or whatever it is. I'm like, Yeah, definitely getting a six pack. Definitely. Okay, and nice, your man. ice cream, I have you know so and then you know it, it just carried on and carried on and i actually tried for quite a few i think it was about two or three years that i actually tried and every time i lose a bit of weight i put it back on lose a bit of weight put it back on and um i just got to the point where you know i saw photos of myself and i started i could actually see that i was extremely overweight and obviously it was pointed out to me on multiple occasions by different people and you know, you just think, okay, it's time. And I, I, d- I actually don't know what the turning point was. I don't know. I don't know why it's stuck. And everyone always asks me why or <clears throat> how or whatever. But I actually don't know. I don't know. I saw photos and I saw I wasn't you know. And it's,
0: yeah. it, it's, it's like uh, uh, it's a transformation, obviously. But yeah. I look at it as you're going up and down, up and down, up yeah. and down. But for you to reach that tipping point, it's working and say. Yeah. So you, you are going towards it but you're never getting there. Once you get
2: there, then mm. it's like you want yeah. go down.
0: There. Exactly. And that takes a year, two years, three two years, years and exactly. Like
2: and and that's the thing. And I think one of my main main things is that I am strong minded. So I knew that one day it's gotta work. Mm. You know, and and it did and it stuck. And I'm at the point where I'm so glad that it did because I think the biggest thing is you always tell yourself I'm happy but you're not really. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it will work next time, but you know it won't. Or, you know, you, or you, it's, yeah, so I'm, it stuck and it was good and it worked out. And, you know, it's... And, uh,
0: and what was the immediate changes you started to make? Obviously, like nutrition, running yeah. more regularly, or exercise more regularly? What was the, the big initial changes when that, mm. when
2: that started? So I basically told myself, you know what, man, the only way to do things, anything in life is, or, how to control things is just go back to basics.
3: Mm. Just
2: go back to basics and research everything and just teach yourself. I said, because everyone else has sold you these things that are not working. <laughs> and the only, only person that knows how to do it is you, Mandy. You can do it. And that was it. And I just started researching things. And, I, and I, instead of, I knew one thing that I had to do, and I had to stop drinking. Mm. And I said to myself, okay, for the first two or three months, I'll stop drinking. And then we'll take it from there. And what I started doing was after work, I would drive all the way home, park my car and then walk to the shop instead of driving and stopping at the shop. So it was only a kilometre to the shop and a kilometre back. But then I'd walk that distance mm. um, and then carry the bags home. Obviously, I wouldn't buy too much. And, uh, yeah, you know, just plan it properly. So that's that's you the can immediate... buy stuff that you can eat on the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like carrot sticks. <laughs> Um, so that was it, and then what I did was obviously with all, with cutting out drinking, all the junk food, uh, cut it out as well, um, and then I just try to eat as healthy as possible. I mean, I did research so many things, so I'd find out, you know, that tomato sauce or anything like that is also actually full of sugar, and then mm. and, and and and, and it's the small things that people aren't actually aware of, you know, thing. yeah, yes. and it's it's those small changes that actually made a huge difference. Um, a friend of mine then invited me to do a park run with her that June um, which was obviously five kilometers and I'd never actually run since school since primary school no. and I was like okay I can do this and I went and I did it and so that was June that was about six months into my weight loss journey um, and I was like okay I can do this and I did it and it, it was yeah I haven't actually turned back since that day so that was six months into my journey. That, that first six months
0: let's call it first a nutritional transformation mm-hmm. how much weight Can you remember how much weight you lose? Lost
2: during that period. That was I actually lost the bulk of my weight when I stopped drinking for the first three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had lost about twenty five kilograms in the first three months. Yeah. Sure, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, um, and that was just with your basics of walking to the shop, walking home. Um, I, what I did try and do was I try to get my ten thousand steps every day, yeah. so I wouldn't leave, the, I wouldn't go out on the weekend or whatever without getting my ten thousand steps. So I was very strict about that because. I read you need to get 10,000 steps a day. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and everything else just followed. I, I I joined a boot camp and we did the basic exercises there. Um, so that was just a good so it's, it's, everything started from the, the basics, the building blocks for me is mm-hmm. definitely the basics and wow. going from there. And I've always been an inquisitive person, so <laughs> my mom will agree with that, because was but why mom? But why, you know, and I always 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 wanted to research things more just you to understand it. understand it. You need so to understand the process for mm-hmm. the process to work. That's it. And and like you said, it's the small things
3: over time and mm-hmm. the consistency of making the small changes that yeah. lead to the progress. It's not the big fads or the quick fixes or yeah. the magic no. kind of miracle cures for weight loss or fitness. It's if you yeah. do the right things over and over again, continuously yeah. and consistently, yeah, like, you will see results. It's
0: like it mm. doesn't stay up because you just brush it for one day. You brush mm. it for two minutes every day for Yeah, a number I've of years. been
2: told this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got it down to the point. Where <laughs> um, but that's it. You've got to be consistent. and yeah. you, you, I think the biggest thing is people can't be scared of, of failing. Because we're going to fail. Everyone's mm. going to fail. and But not everyone's going to admit it. You know and I think I think that's where the problem comes in because a lot of these people that, or a lot of people that are trying to lose weight or trying to run or trying to just be a better person as such they 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 on Instagram all day and they see these guys on Instagram and they, they don't actually know the truth behind the photos so you mm. know it's they think it's done overnight but it's not I mean mm. ask and you guys know you, you run and to run a marathon you need to train you need to be consistent you need to put in the work and to see the results and it's mm. the same with weight loss it's the same with you know, oh, but well, I don't like healthy food. But you will, you will like it no. because it grows on you. Well, I don't mm-hmm. like exercise, but you will because you actually feel so much better after you've done that exercise.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so. And it's amazing how
0: some people have a wish to lose weight. Some mm-hmm. people have a wish to run a marathon. Yeah. What, whatever the, re- the reason is, they never realize what other potential is going to. That is mm. that is it's the truth. Whole other world that's yeah. there.
3: People are fearful of yeah. different things or yeah. change. That's it. So that's it exactly often it. takes a lot. Of, I mean, our tried for like four years to stop smoking mm. before I actually stopped smoking. Yeah. Similar to you mm. trying to lose the weight, mm. and you're scared of the change. Like, what is this new yeah. life going to mean for me? Like, yeah. am I going to lose my friends? Am I going to lose that's, my social a,
2: life? How's that going to actually touch on such a sensitive topic there? Because I, you know. Going through that stage of binge drinking or drinking to sort of hide the, you know, not the hurt, but the, the everything that goes with being teased and mocked the whole time, you you form these these groups of people that you drink with, and mm-hmm. you're like these are the best people ever. They're my friends, amazing. And then so you you do fear losing that, but you know when when I stopped drinking, I, I lost a lot of people, yeah. mm-hmm. a lot, and you they stop contacting you and you because you're not in that social circle anymore. And it's actually weird how much my life has changed in the last three and a half years. I actually never, ever, ever thought that I would be sort of doing what I'm doing now on social media and helping people and actually just, you know, everything has changed. Everything has changed in the last three and a half years. It's been mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing.
0: the result speaks for themselves, yeah. so It's it's you're a completely different person. Looking back, the only problem with that is when you look back, you're like, yes, I did not decide to do this. <laughs> I
3: know, I know, I know.
2: Sometimes I do I lie there at night and I'm like, you know what, I could have done this long time ago. And yeah. I thought to myself, you know what, everything's got a, a right time, you know, and everything happens at the right time. And we just got to trust the process as well. or we trust that it is happening at the right time. There's, I mean, there's growth and failure. Yes, that is it. I think, and that's what I was just to come back on, the, on the, the failure and people are scared to fail and I think sometimes we do need to fail. Like you mm-hmm. say, there's growth in failure and we do need to fail so that we can actually go back and check what, what did we do wrong or what can we do better next time and actually work mm-hmm. on those points and going forward, um, which a lot of people don't do. And th- and therein lies the problem is as soon as people fail, they give up. Yes. And that for me is a big problem. Um, in the safe zone. Exactly. And if I had given up after the first time I failed, after trying to lose weight, um, I would have probably still been at my old job, unhappy, yeah. binge drinking, eating takeaways. And you know, I'm not though, so that's a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: So obviously a massive back-to-basics nutritional change, mm. obviously stop drinking, all of those mm. type of things. I for your first popcorn obviously, mm. slightly machine. I don't know about slowly, but, surely, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and tell us a little bit about what happened, speci- especially with your training regime from there. Yeah. Okay. So it became more park runs
2: and. Yeah, I just I focused on the park runs, so the five kilometers every Saturday morning. Um, at that stage, I was part of, or I was at a CrossFit gym as well, so I was doing a lot of a lot of training there. Um, obviously, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do or what I wanted to focus on, so I was just doing a bit of everything at that stage. And then um, someone actually said to me, oh, you probably won't be able to do a 10 kilometer. I was like, yeah, cool, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <you very laughs> yeah. when, when do you want me to do it? So they're like, oh, the gun run. I'm like, cool, I'll do it. <laughs> and then I did it and I must say I did struggle a bit because I was just like, wasn't actually 100% ready for a 10 kilometers. So I went out fast the first five kilometers and then I was limping the last <laughs> five kilometers. But um, yeah, and then even with my first 21, um, my brother, he said to me, yeah, you won't be able to do a 21. I said, okay, I'll show you. I said, uh, we can do it together. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And he, I'm still waiting for him. <laughs> yeah.
3: um, Which one was that?
2: The uh, safari. Oh, yeah, I was going to uh, say, if it's in Wellington, it, yeah, 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 <laughs> it no. was that one. No, it was the safari. Yeah. Um, and the same with the, with the 42, I just decided it's time. So it's time to to do a marathon. I mean, once you've done a 21, you know, yeah, okay. No. Um, and then I, I chose, um, very strategically, I chose the the Marathon as my first marathon. <laughs> Not knowing what was lying ahead of me. <laughs> That's my best <personality. laughs> Um It was tough. Yeah. It was tough, and um, yeah. So so then I went. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you got to train. So I did train for my twenty one, yeah. and I did train for the Nice uh, Marathon, and then I I started focusing a lot more on running um, just before the twenty one. So now I'd still attend gym, and I'd still do three sessions a week of CrossFit. Um, but I would still try and keep to getting my ten thousand steps a day. Mm-hmm. So on days where it's raining, or you get too busy at work, or anything where you can't get to the gym or you can't run, I would still try and keep busy by doing those ten thousand mm-hmm. steps. Um, so I, I always try and keep in mind that I must never forget the basics because you know as much as you think, okay, I'll go for five kilometer run today. It's great, but sometimes you won't get to it, you know. And um, yeah, so so even now my training at the moment. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm training for um, Cape Town Marathon, yeah, okay. yeah, Cape Town Marathon is going good, it's going good. Um, never run a marathon sub-5 hours, so this is my plan, that's, mm-hmm. that's my plan for this marathon. I want to do it in 4 hours, 45 minutes and 49 seconds. That's <laughs> yeah, a uh, conference qualifier now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not make people excited because there's a lot of pressure. Um, no, I'm not going to say never, but uh, comrades is actually not on the cards. Right okay. No, no, um, I've just started. Like the, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've just started a new job. It's a bit hectic, okay? so even even to start training in six months or a month or whenever, it just would be too difficult. But uh, the plan with with Cape Town Marathon would be to qualify for um, two options after. Okay? okay, so that's that's the end goal for for what I'm doing currently. Yeah.
0: So twenty nineteen
2: Cape Town to qualify for 2020? Two oceans two lifetime. oceans yeah okay yeah. Um, I'm gonna try and look at getting a, a Addo sort of the trail running Addo yeah, I think oh, it's that's in March awesome. yeah. that's amazing. try and get the, the forty four go in easy easy I say easy but it's not not easy at all <laughs> yeah that's um, a okay. easy like six to eight hours <laughs> <Yeah>. eight <six laughs> hour run yeah. that right so yeah so that those that's ultimately what I am looking at at the moment yeah and with your swimming background. Is ever something you would consider? It is, it is. something that I have spoken to about to one or two people that are uh, quite close, close with me. Um, it is definitely something that I would consider. Um, not right now, though. Yeah. Not right now. Yeah. Time wise and budget wise. This is this is a, <laughs> it's a big thing for me. Um, budget wise, is time wise and budget wise. So, um, 2019 has been a bit of a hectic year. So, I set out uh, some goals for 2019. So at the end of 2018, what I did was, okay, I chose seven major races for 2019. And I'm like, okay, these are the races I'm going to focus on. And they were perfectly timed so that it gives you a bit of break in between, but it doesn't give you enough time to sit back and just do mm-hmm. nothing at all. Planned it perfectly. So the first one was Peninsula Marathon. Done it. The second one was the, um, the Club Klipspringet <coughs> Stage Race. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So it was... It was... um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it sort of broke me um, for a couple of weeks after that. <laughs> but, um, for a nice word. <laughs> yeah, I was I was looking for a nice word there. But um and then after that I was gonna do nice go back for nice the marathon and do sub I wanted to do sub five hours of nice the marathon. And then <clears throat> I just I changed jobs. It was a massive decision for me because my last company I was at them with them for eight to nine years. Um, sure. so, so change, like you, like you mentioned earlier on, change is difficult mm. and you get into such a comfort zone and you get so scared to leave and you don't know what, what the future holds for you. And I think that's why a lot of people stay where they are, oh, they stay stagnant, is because mm. they, are, they, they fear change. Mm. Um, so I had to make a massive decision. I had to decide, am I going to leave the company and go start working for a new company? Or am I going to focus on my running? Because I knew as soon as I leave the old company and I work with this new company that the hours would be longer. I knew that there would be a lot more stress because it was a a bigger position as such. And at the end of the day, I decided to do it because you need to challenge yourself. You need to challenge yourself. And I knew that everything would fall into place at the end of the day. Um, There's a lot of things that I won't go into about changing the jobs just because it was quite difficult because it is competing companies. Mm. Um, So it it did take a bit of a knock there because obviously... I gained a lot of uh, friends and a lot of trust Mm. and everything at the old company. And it's just difficult to to leave like that. And uh, so it did it. It it hit a bit of emotions and anyway, so it started a new job a month later and then the stress started. (laughs) (laughs) And then I made another another massive decision this year. And it was it's um, it has also it's been difficult, been very difficult, but um, I haven't let it affect my running as such. I think I've actually turned to running to get, get, De-stressed. de-stress, de-stress De-struck and declutter the mind and, the mind and yeah. everything. Um, once again, it was a decision that had to be made to grow as a person, but not just to grow as a person, but also just get out of that comfort zone that you get stuck in, yeah. you know, it is so, yeah, it was difficult. It's, um, it hurts a person that I cared about and, you know, it's just. So it also, it's also, it just another knock that I took this year, because, and I, and I don't want to make it about me, because it's not about me, because I hurt someone else in the process, but what it is, is you as a person that, w- I also have emotions, you know, so it's, it was so difficult for me to get back up after that, and that's where I actually set, so then I just, I said, no, I'm not going to do any of the other races for 2019, I'm just going to focus on rebuilding, and focus on my new job, and, you know, just, try and help my friends and support them and just be there for everyone as such. And then I decided, you know what, we just because you're not going to reach your other goals, man, you can set a new goal and you can work on that new goal and it will keep you busy. And that's where I came in with the whole Cape Town Marathon sub five hours. And the last five weeks have been insane. It's actually it's been great. It's been great to be back out there. It's been great to be running again. I've met so many new people. And so, yeah, it's good. So like I say, if you set goals and you don't reach them and you fail, it's fine. You just reassess and you set new goals yeah. and, you, and you go on and um, and that's the thing. That's what I try and do with people, try and, with my story to get across to people is just, it's not just about losing weight. It's about being happy with yourself. Mm. It's don't get stuck in a comfort zone. Yeah. It's about, you know, just trying to be happy and trying to stay positive. Because once you find yourself and once you learn to say no to people, and once you learn to do things for yourself, it actually makes it a lot easier to go on a weight loss process or mm. to, or mm. you know, journey or such, you know, because then you can, it's just easier because you know who you're doing it for and what you're doing it for and, and everything that else, you know, it's just, yeah. Yeah,
0: staying on that edge of uncomfortableness mm. because that's where you grow. I always look at it as a piece of clay. If you're just going to mm. leave that clay, it's going to get harder. That's how it's going to look. Yeah. You can't change it. Now you start yeah. working at it. Yeah. And the whole time, it doesn't get a time to rest. And mm. then You can shape it into whatever Exactly. Exactly. So, uncomfortableness doesn't mean not nice no
2: it's tough sometimes it's it's going to be tough but it, it helps you. yeah sometimes. i think you know on those on those big decisions and the, and the uncomfort that comes with it and you know it's that's where you grow like you're saying mm. that's where you grow because you get knocked down so badly and the only way you can get up is to be strong mm. and the only way you can be successful in anything you want to do whether you want to walk a 2 kilometer for the first time or you want to run a park run for the first time you need to be strong mm. you need to it's it's mind over matter at the end of the yeah. day if you want to run your first marathon, that you can't just go and run it. You need to train, and mm-hmm. to train you have got to wake up early in the morning, or you have got to go to bed late at mm-hmm. night, or you got to you got to give that extra work that you wouldn't usually do. No, not mm-hmm. go out, on a, night. Not out <laughs> on, a, on a Friday night.
3: Well, that's exactly right because the way a muscle grows and gets stronger and bigger is you put it under pressure, you force it to adapt, mm-hmm. and that's where the growth comes from in a muscle. So yeah. it's the same principle. Yeah. You put
2: it under pressure. You have to learn how to adapt to a new situation yeah. and you grow out of that. Yeah. And that's exactly it. That's, that's life as, as a whole. It's, that's exactly it. You know. I think, yeah, that's that's where a lot of people fail, I say, oh, I'm going to say fail, that's where a lot of people fail, because they, they don't give back up and they can't adapt and they think it's the end of everything, but it's it's not really. Mm. And tell me
0: maybe if, if there was like a motivational message for listeners, I know we can talk this, like for hours but if you can sum up like in a five minute slot let's imagine there's individuals out there that's listening now that's in a similar spot than yours mm-hmm. um what what can you tell them to motivate them to say you know what get off that couch and put on some shoes and, and get out there and start making
2: a change mm. look i think with it especially with the weight loss journey i think people they get this idea in their mind that it's I'm not saying it's not going to be forever, but they think because in the beginning, when you do the whole transition from unhealthy to healthy, it is kind of difficult because you're so used to eating junk food and you're yeah. so used to whether it's drinking or even if you're just drinking Coke the whole time. It's just it's, it's a so it, yeah it's a bad one the, the bad lifestyle. exactly, and it's so difficult. And people often fail because they think they've got to eat clean 100 percent of the time, and mm, that and it's, that, and it's mm. that's the thing and. What I will tell people is that once you've lost your... you don't even need to, you can actually work out a lifestyle where you can still include the things that you do enjoy, but just on a, you know, on a more balanced, yes, in a a balanced way. But, and I think that's, you know, people want to just give up everything and that's where people fail, is when you give up everything you love and it becomes, when you do something, it becomes a chore, you stop doing Mm -hmm. it. So for me, doing the housework is a chore. I don't don't necessarily like doing it, um, so I don't do it. Mm. And then it it becomes a problem. Um, So if you don't enjoy running, you don't need to run necessarily. Or if you don't enjoy CrossFit, you don't need to do CrossFit. Mm. Um, Or if you don't enjoy cycling, you don't need to cycle. There's not one specific exercise that's going to help you lose weight. Mm. It's just about creating a balanced lifestyle. You don't need to eat broccoli and cauliflower every day to lose weight. Mm. You can eat what you enjoy eating, obviously the healthier version of it. Um, <laughs> but you don't. There's not one set way of doing something. Mm-hmm. You need to do what you enjoy doing, so that it doesn't become a chore. Because as soon as it does become a chore, then you stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And yes, I absolutely love running. And for me, running is sort of that's what I do. But someone else might not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I try and tell people, especially a lot of my followers on Instagram, they're like, okay, how much, how far do we need to run or what do we need to run? I'm like, well, you don't necessarily need to run. You mm-hmm. lost most of your uh, weight without running. Without, without running, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, the running, for me, everything, that's a, it's a byproduct. Mm. So, so, my main thing is obviously just go back to the basics. It's the brandy and coke. No. Yeah. <laughs> <That's what laughs> you know, is. the brandy and coke <laughs> in Wellington back in my days was you get a brandy special, so it's two double brandies and coke for like. Now you just do American. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, so it's just go back to basics. Don't overcomplicate things. The biggest problem is people overcomplicate things, mm. and they want to just. And they want it now. They want it now, <laughs> and it, it, they, they, I've been on this journey for three and a half years. And a lot of people also think that I've been eating absolutely clean for the last three and a half years. No, I do still eat chocolates. I do still, you know, there are things that I don't necessarily eat broccoli and cauliflower every day. I don't know when last I've eaten broccoli. I still enjoy life. And it's a different kind of enjoyment. And I never ever thought that living this healthy lifestyle would be an enjoyment. And so rewarding. Yeah. And I think that's where the issue, that's that's where the problem comes is because they see the, the unhealthy lifestyle as the best, and then you can't see a future with a healthy lifestyle. But once you get to that healthy lifestyle, it becomes so addictive, Mm. that's the thing. And people just need to stick it out to get to that point. Because once they get to that point, they will, like you said earlier, think about why didn't I start this sooner, you know? Um, That, and then like I said earlier on, if you fail, don't be scared to admit to failure. I think that's the biggest thing. And don't be scared of getting back up again and doing it, and trying and trying and trying. Don't give up. That's the main thing, not to give up because one day it will stick. One day at whatever you're doing. I mean, if you try and run your first 20 kilometers or 21 kilometers and you don't make it, don't stop there. Mm-hmm. Try again. Try again. Maybe just go ask someone for advice or you know, try again, keep trying until until you get what you want. That's no, it. That Be persistent.
0: Determination, Yeah. Means.
2: Fail forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and consistency is massive. For me, consistency is small, you know. The basics do the basics on a consistent yeah. you know a consistent basis and and everything will be okay and um, do it for yourself don't do it for for anyone else that's a big thing eh? People... do it for yourself and it will it will work don't do it to prove someone else wrong don't be like me and run your first 10 kilometer because <laughs> someone said you can't do it <laughs> um, do it for yourself and actually enjoy the process or try and enjoy the process and it's 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 bound to work it's bound yeah. to work, yeah
0: yeah, Manu, thanks a lot. This has been an inspiring story. It's always great to, to hear it out of the, the horse's mouth and um, I think what's great about your story is I mean, it's not necessarily the, the worst lifestyle that you had but living that way continuously led mm. to a place where you looked at yourself yeah. and like needed to have an honest conversation. And mm. I'm hoping the mm. listeners find inspiration in the transformation and also the respect that it doesn't happen in six months. It, yeah. takes, mm. it takes a while. It takes years.
2: It, it takes long. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you very much and we will definitely see you at, uh, at Cape
1: Town Marathon. No. We'll, we'll be cheering. <laughs> <Did I? laughs> oh, thanks. All the best.
2: <laughs> thanks.
1: Cheers.